Hello, and welcome to What's Your Deal? I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski. This is the podcast where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been or where they're going. I say we, I mean me. I'm going to read tarot for a special guest today. I have Tarani Duncan, who is a tech witch and mobility nerd living in Portland, Oregon. Is that right, Tarani? Yeah, that's exactly right. So That's how I introduce myself every time. (laughs) So what does it mean to be a tech witch? Oh, boy. Um, I think it means that I am a person who appreciates both science and, like, practical applications of, of different things and technologies, but I also have deep respect for and am totally enchanted by the mysteries of the universe. <laughs> so you're see, you're kind of like you're you're the the point where the, these two things intersect. I think we all are. Oh, <laughs> I hope we all are. There it is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, so you and I have a funny connection. So you reached out to me for a reading maybe almost a year ago now, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and uh, you know, we've chit chatted since then, but most recently, um, I, uh, uh, in my notebook drew the queen of swords, which is a tarot card, which is the card that represents, um, like the ideal of mental clarity essentially, uh, and posted it on my Instagram and you <laughs> responded and said, what the fuck? Because you had drawn the same <laughs> card in your diary, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, I think I, I was, I was really confused because well, I wasn't confused. I was just delighted um, because I don't draw. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Um, yeah, but I had, I had a reading with you in July, and I think uh, the Queen of Swords was in my oh, like. Oh wow! I didn't my realize My future that. place. Yeah, it was. I think it was like July seventh or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, it, I think it was. It was July seventh. <laughs> I looked it up. And um, I just, she wanted me to draw her. So I drew her and I like spent a lot of time thinking about her and like, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was super funny that you drew the same one. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it was very strange to see it because she's, she's like looking a particular way. She's looking to the, uh, I guess if you're looking at the card, she's looking to the right and she has her hand out and it's just, she's, it's a very like clear portrait and so to see the gesture twice is I felt very it was very odd oh yeah um, and you even had I thought it was sweet that you even had her little bird friend yes um, we both like as well drawn these really <laughs> teeny tiny special. little details and yeah. it's funny too because she represents she really represents like not being in a world of illusions so it's funny that it's her because she's yeah. not she's not a very dreamy she's not like a dreamy queen She's, yeah. Well, it's like the illusion of passing, right? The clouds are receding. Like yes. The, all is becoming clear and real. So there's this idea of she usually, you know, represents the emergence of awareness or something like that. Uh, yeah. And then also you were saying that <laughs> last night you you had something happen with a bird. Is that right? I, it's funny, you are the only person, I mean, we, we know each other through your tarot readings, but I text you about my animal encounters. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just be like, I feel like 
Ariana would really appreciate this or at least understand. Um, yeah, I've been having like visitations uh, with animals or animal visitations for like the last year or so. Um, that have felt really, that have just moved me. Um, and yesterday's was pretty uh, abrupt. I, I've been like having a connection to crows. I feel like they're really smart. Uh, they're all over Portland. And yesterday I was woken up by, it was just like crow day yesterday. They were everywhere. There was a storm brewing, like the energies were high and they were cawing and being really, uh, being really gregarious. And then um, I was ignoring them completely. And then one flew into my window, <laughs> the big stuff. <laughs> Um, so I was like, and I remember like in the morning when they were being loud, being like, what do you want? Like, is this for me? What's going on? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm just, I'm being crazy. Like, obviously there's like nothing going on. It's just birds being birds. Uh, right. But then one, me and my wife saw a bird fly right into the window and we were like, what <laughs> is going on? Um, so it's really funny because I had just been talking with my mentor, Erin, who's been on the show before about how she had been making a movie. She, when she moved to Los Angeles, she made a movie um, called The Language of Birds. And as she was making it, the same thing happened to her. Like a bird flew right into her window. Like through, yeah. like through the window. And what did she, what did she think about the significance of that? Like how it did It really she... moved her. It really was, it was really odd. I think in her case, the window was actually open. And the oh, bird wow. like flew through the window and like landed inside uh, because she had had the, win you know, metaphorically, she'd had the window open. So the message was yeah. able to come in. Wow. Um, and there's this, and I was telling, and I was telling her, this is why I think it's such an odd connection. Cause it's like three things. And I was telling her that that's so strange when I was in my early twenties, I wrote this song called bird through the window. And I didn't really know why I wrote it. Like it seemed to just like come along. Um, and so it's funny when these things happen, it's hard to understand, uh, like, you know, what, what, uh, what should we pay attention to in our lives? There's like a funny, yeah. there's a, it's, I, I, I wanted to talk to you about this cause it's, it's interesting to think about, um, coincidences and synchronicities. It's very fun. Um, but I think it can also be scary for people to try to manage, what am I seeing? Like, what, what should I pay attention to yeah. these things? Should, yeah. does this mean anything or does it maybe, you know, and I think people kind of go back and forth like, no, 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 it's meaningless. Like none of this, none of this means anything. Um, yeah. Well, and it's, then, it's so funny that we accept like archetypes in our dreams. Like we all have dreams of our teeth falling out or t tornadoes or like waves and water being crazy. What is freaky is when those symbols or archetypes kind of like break the ground of consensus reality. Yes. <laughs> It's very scary. <laughs> and show up in the way that the bird showed up for me yesterday. Yes. Um, in like this dreamlike way where you're, you're, you do a reality check and you're definitely not dreaming. Yes. Um, so. you, you just mentioned water and I wanted to also say that I think we can hear this in the background a little bit, but you're like by a waterfall right now, right? Or like a little spray. It's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> game to play in Portland, which is am I near a highway or a waterfall? <laughs> Okay, you so guess. I just wanted to let people know what that <laughs> rushing, what that rushing stream of, it's not just a stream of a uh, consciousness. It might be a real stream. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's like uh, the the wind is whipping up and right. the water is crazy right now. So it's like a really sweet transition from like Libra to Scorpio. That's how it's <laughs> feeling for me. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect. 
Well, it's funny that that's that is we're right on the cusp now of going from like I feel like Libra is all about trying to understand the other, starting to open up to the other, and then Scorpio is going a little deeper. So here we are. Here we are. Um, so I guess you know that that's something that um we what we'll look at in your reading today is like, what do you, how are you supposed to handle these moments? Like, are they significant? You know, are they, yeah. are they morally significant? Um, yeah. You know, uh, how, how do we handle uh, anomalies in our lives? Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with um, how we want to tell the story of our lives. Um. And I think it ends up being much more important than we can even understand. It's, it kind of ends up being like how you tell the story of your life is the most important thing possible. Oh. Yes, I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm from the South. So um, it's it's really, that's just a huge, I'm yeah, I'm a really tenderhearted person and I care a lot about like whimsy and stories. And it's it's been, I think that's part of like my tech witchiness is just like, um, you think you know, <laughs> but maybe you don't know. And what matters the most is just like, mm, God, I don't even know how to articulate this, but there's something there. I think it's, you know, toward what you're saying, which is our stories are just so important. Yeah. I mean, and what it sounds like is there's this first, you're like, you think, you know, and then you're like, oh, I have no idea. But then you're like, wait a minute, maybe I, maybe I do know, maybe I'm remembering, maybe there I'm like remembering something that I once knew it, it just, be, it's, yeah. it's very oh, yeah. odd. Well, totally. Uh, and then I think there's like the, the logical brain side of it, which I'm not trying to uh, like depart too much, but I read this thing uh, that made me a little misty eyed the other night. And it was, uh, it's not what you don't know that hurts you. It's what you know for sure, but just ain't so. Um, like that's, I guess my take on reality right now is I don't know everything. <laughs> I don't want to be so sure that I'm like closing myself off to the mysteries of the of the world and the wonder of the world. Yes. It's, <laughs> and it's really weird that you have to accept that you don't know everything to kind of get to the point where you're like, I think I might know way more than I think I do. And the, the portal, <laughs> yeah. like the portal through that is to be like, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, what is it? What is yeah. it? What did you mean by you say you're from the South? Like, do you feel, is there kind of a Southern tradition with, I, I immediately think of like Gothic you know, Southern Gothic storytelling. Oh, but what yeah. did you mean by that? No, I just, I think I'm like, it's our experience is just like our values, like what we care about are just inherently so different. At least like, you know, going to the Bay, uh, like living in New York for a little bit. Like I just, I felt like a different kind of creature. <laughs> it was, there's just like a lot of emotional language and a lot of tenderness and like a lot of like getting to know each other through, experience and like there's also a culture of like stewardship and like apprenticeship where you like learn things by sitting down next to someone for a long amount of time um you're not like uh ever going to go to harvard or mit <laughs> i mean at least i i didn't feel like that was an option so i think there's just like a lot of like uh there's a lot of like elder wisdom in this house mm -hmm. there's a lot of like connection to nature there's like yeah it's, it's the witch side of my my tech witchery I think it's just mm -hmm. wisdom through experience there's like community and like a lack of pretension and just 
we were all just in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very big fishy almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wisdom. Just like yeah. tall, tall tales. Like, you know, your neighbors are like full of shit when they come back <laughs> from fishing and they tell you something, but like, you love to hear them talk. <laughs> it's just like the stories that keep your spirit alive, I mm-hmm. guess. And you're, yeah. What part of the South it's, are you from? I'm from the Smoky Mountains. Um, so I like grew up probably 20 minutes away from where Dolly Parton's from. Wow. Is that, I, I don't mean, to, I'm sorry that I'm dumb, but is it Tennessee? <laughs> it's Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, I did yeah. it. I feel great. East, East Tennessee. Yeah, no, you did great. Um, but yeah, that's where she's from. Um, yeah, we had like the same, I played guitar with a guy. I used to play guitar with her. Just like really small, sweet place to be from. Wow. Um, yeah. What, and what made you be interested in tech? How'd that come about? Um, I just living in the modern world and knowing it's inevitable, <laughs> just like in the same way that people were probably interested in like the tools they needed to churn butter back in the day. Wow. Like, it's just like an inevitability. And, you know, I, um, I wanted to, uh, have a job that I liked. And I was, uh, I lived in new Orleans for a bit after Katrina and there were all these issues with like transportation and land use. And so I studied transportation and then technology just, facilitates the movement of people and that's how I got into it mm. <laughs> like this is the most boring part of my identity. no no I love this it's but great I love it I do I yeah I do I, I do love it all right so I'm gonna say that you're because you told me also that you just departed from your last job is that right sorry you cut out oh uh you just departed from your last job is that right? I did, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you had yeah, a, yeah. so aside from us peeking into what these synchronicities are about, you're also at somewhat of a turning point, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we're going to do a little three card spread thinking about all these things and you know, see what the cards have to say about what you're seeing right now. That sounds good. So we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna read the terror of Tarani Duncan. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We are about to read tarot for Tarani Duncan to kind of see what these little synchronicities and signs have been pointing to, specifically the Queen of Swords and the birds that infuse her life. So Tarani, are you still there? Yes. Okay, we're about to pull three cards for you for recent past present and near future wow all right so what you got was in the recent past you got the reversed eight of swords in the uh, present you got reversed death and in the near future you got reversed five of swords so very swords oriented (laughs) stuff and they're all reversed it's fascinating so (laughs) so I'll explain what these look like also for you and for our listeners. So in the recent past, we have the reversed Eight of Swords. So this is the card that shows the woman that is bound uh, and blindfolded in a cage of swords. Do you remember what she looks like? <laughs> Do you know her? <laughs> yeah. She, and, you know, she looks trapped. She looks constricted. And um, so normally what I say about this card is... Uh, that yes, it looks like she's in a really tough spot um, and she looks as though she's almost like she's been kidnapped and that someone has left her there. Um, 
<laughs> but swords in general is are about matters of the mind. And it honestly looks like there's something very clear here because you got two two you only you only got two swords and then you got death. So yeah. there really is to me there's this there's this intense need for you right now to um connect mentally with your life like there's something it's like honest exact it's honestly exactly what we were just talking about where there's this need right now to um be clear about what you believe in terms of connecting in your life yeah um and it's interesting because the eight of swords and the five of swords so both of them are reversed the five of swords shows a figure who is He's got a smirk on his face as there's this like stormy sky behind him. He holds three swords and there are two more at his feet. And he he um, he looks on as these two people kind of walk away from him in defeat. One person has their head in their hands. And this is the car you see when there's when self-interest is kind of at play. And when you yeah. kind of are thinking that, you know, um, besting or or defeating others is the way to um, get to what get what you want. Essentially, it's very much a yeah. card of like um, putting yourself first. Um, and in general, when I look at it, I usually just think about control. Like it's just about control issues and thinking that controlling everything is the way to make things happen. But it ultimately ends up being a card that's more about a stalemate. Um, yeah. And a card. I mean, honestly. This is such an this is such an inter and the reason that this spread is so interesting to me is because usually when I see this card, it says you can't think your way out of this situation, and then the Eight of Swords says you've got to think your way out of the situation. So yeah. it's funny to have both of them here, and they're both reversed. Oh, yeah. So it reminds me very much of this of a Zen Cohen almost, of yeah. when it's you know what is the sound of one hand clapping like recently. Um, uh, I heard the Cohen in order to really, <laughs> my, my mentor and I've been trying to figure, we've been thinking about a lot about time travel. We've been like trying to think like, how can we time travel? You know? And it's like, Ooh, you, we're you not, said that about the bird yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and there's like, we're not like exactly, it's, it feels very imagination land, you know, like it feels make believe, but we also are like, how do, how would we really do that? Like, how would we really time travel? And yeah. so we tried to, we, we basically like used, uh, we tried to kind of channel the message through this practice that I'm not going to get into right now. But uh, the message that came through was first, we said, what's a practice we can do to like, you know, figure out how to time travel. And the response we get was, well, first you must picture a room with no walls. And... <laughs> And weirdly, that's kind of what I'm seeing here, sort of. There's this, like, there's this need for you to both. There's this need for you now to both be really clear and to understand that you being really clear. I have, I have a, I have something. With okay, this, yes, I want to hear. What do you, what do you I'm, think? I'm in, I'm in a position right now uh, where there's, a narrative being assigned to a pretty um, like pitting situation that happened. Uh, it's all about like an unnecessary trade-off. Like, uh, 
the sense from a community that uh, there's tension at play uh, and there's a trade-off that needs to be made and everyone kind of fearing that the wrong choice is going to be made when there aren't necessarily two opposing forces to begin with. Yes. So that's kind of, that's what's showing up for me where it's, it's like, there are no walls. There is no, <laughs> there is no trade-off. Like yes. this is not, um, so that's what I'm feeling yes. when you're going. Yes. I think the solution is a little more integrated than people might understand it to be. Yeah. Like things, the, the lines are running parallel. They're not like perpendicular the way that people yeah. might feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting yeah. to think about that. So mm -hmm. what I get from that, so to have death reversed in the middle here shows um, this, hmm, this, this kind of need that, in, you know, t in order to kind of get things running parallel, essentially, for you to be both letting go and being in control at the same time. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds like you're already mostly there. It's just sort of um, allowing for this cycle to start. I wish I could be more specific, but do you know what oh. I, do you get a sense of what I'm trying to say? Big time. <laughs> uh, the story is, uh, it's, uh, again, it's kind of what we're talking about of you saying like, oh, I have, I have no idea. And that's, what's going to lead you to being like, I know, I, I know way more than, than even possible. Yeah. This is one yeah. of my vaguer readings. I forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just speaking to me. So, um, yeah, it's good. This I've is been really helpful. I'm interested in death. I'm interested in death reversed. Yes. Um, death reversed. Well, since this is the major arcana, this is like the most major theme that's going to be carrying on for you for the, it all it speaks to your past and it speaks to your future and it speaks to now. Um, you know, when death does, when death is upright, it's very, uh, end of the cycle. It's not, you know, it's never material death. It's more about transformation and change and what that looks like, where you really never, you never go back to how this, like, you, you get out of the cycle, essentially, and you start a new one. And it's kind of utter. It's kind of like everything that's no longer necessary really does get swept away. Um, so it's a great card. I really like seeing death. It's like, it is over, 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 over. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually a relief. So when it's reversed and for all three of these to be reversed is kind of just like saying once you lock in in whatever fashion that might mean to you, then everything will change. You know, you're not going to, quote, come back to this cycle again. Oh, um, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I've been reading That's, this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading I've been reading this book lately. It's called it's by this woman named Iris Murdoch. And it's called mm -hmm. Metaphysics as a Guide to Morals. And it's been really working like t a tarot card lately. Like every time I open the book, I turn to something that makes sense to me in some ways. That's great. Yeah. So I'm going to read something that I, um, what I, a sentence that I just see here right now that says, um, Okay. Redemption or salvation is the discovery of oneself as an artist. When one writes, one seeks scrupulously and with the closest attention for the truth. Whereas out of life, one destroys oneself for illusions. So that's, I think, partially 
what you're going to be doing too, I think is what happens with swords all the time and with death too, the way to get into the next cycle is to use the queen of swords, you know, intellect to cut through all illusions that you might have. Yeah. yeah that's beautiful. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really beautiful. I like that. It's a nice little bow. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Huh. I'm going to ask, I'm curious. I'm going to ask like about the synchronicities also, if there's anything else that wants to say about that. Ooh. Yeah. So I pulled I pulled a card and I said, "What is it? What does it mean? What do these synchronicities mean?" And it replied, I can't wait. "Well, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it replied like, oh, don't worry about those.' <laughs> <laughs> it showed the Seven oh. of Cups, which is like the dreamy, dreamy. Oh yeah, confused. You know that card, like the guy who's silhouetted yeah. and he sees a million cups that have strange and wonderful, fantastic things in front of them. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. And, and it's in yeah, the clouds. it's in the clouds. So many glorious options. Yes. Wow. Okay. I pulled two to clarify. It said, "Oh, don't worry about those." Tyranny. <laughs> tyranny has now stepped through the the rite of passage. I pulled the four of wands, which shows like the the celebration under what looks like a wedding huppa, basically. Right. Yeah. So. And then I pulled the magician. So it's so it's saying, oh, don't worry about those. Tyranny has now stepped through the portal and will now be able to enact her will in a conscious oh, way. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I think that's all. I love, I love the Queen of Swords. I love this reading. I feel like I am. There's just a lot of unconscious forces that guide me and then making the same silly choices over and over again <laughs> and I feel like I got so burned this time uh that it, the message is clear and so it really does feel like in a moment of the clouds receding and me knowing that I can hold myself and that you know ultimately I my heart's in a place and yeah this feels yeah it feels like a hug I love tarot reading <laughs> well thank you for being open to getting it done for all to hear oh totally yeah yeah definitely is there anything else you have a yeah, question about you. oh god so many things um damn i do i do i need to ask it out loud no can i hold it can i hold it in my yes, heart you can hold okay it i'm gonna heart. i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna ask a yeah i'm gonna ask a okay. silent question okay so i'm pulling a card okay so what i pulled was the six of pentacles for your mystery question. What this looks like usually is um, thinking, it shows this figure who's standing and holding a, um, uh, uh, a, not a balance, what are those called? The scale, he's holding a scale. Scales, yeah. And he's doling out these like alms to these two poor people who are crouched before him. And there are six pentacles over his head. And this is usually about giving and receiving and how difficult it is to kind of know how much you should give and how much you should receive. Um, it usually has to do with the material world. So it's usually about like money or moving like your job or like it's it's kind of related to the real world. But uh, as I always say with pentacles, it does also represent trust. So. Yeah. So it this usually indicates like kind of a healthy flow of money flowing back and forth. So it to me what it's saying here is 
the answer to your question is to kind of think about how giving and receiving comes into play here and what who's really who's really in control here yeah who has like the power in this situation when it comes to how much you can give and how much you can receive does that make sense (laughs) uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah big time (laughs) wow (laughs) oh god yeah well um did you want to hear um other animal visitation stories yes i'd like (laughs) that yes that's a lovely Uh, that'd be a lovely way to close it out okay cool so i think i sent you this video but outside of my window in dc uh, a buzzard appeared wow (laughs) out of nowhere sat on uh like a lantern like outside of like the most gothic looking street accessory we have on the block like right outside of my window uh in the sunshine after a rainstorm spread out its wings and just held the pose to dry out oh my god uh, second animal visitation, all the squirrels in the cemetery next to my house found a bag of clementines. And so there were like five squirrels running around oh, with yeah. clementines in their mouth. I think I saw that on Instagram. So they were just like, yeah. every single squirrel was holding an orange. Yes. I was like, I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, and then uh, a, a crow with a jello shot. So those are the what? three. What? Oh my Lord. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. This was a different crow? A different crow. This was wow. in DC. It was, I was like, it could be a ramekin of ketchup, or I'm pretty sure that's just a jello shot, and it's very early for this crow to be doing that. You know, and yeah. so when people are like, what does it mean? It's like, the answer is both, I don't know, and yes, I do. Sorry, someone just approached me as you were talking. Yeah. Oh, ask them. Yeah, no. Ask them what they say. Asked, We've got to include this uh, person. Um, now, now she wants to include you on my call. I'm being interviewed. <laughs> uh, what do you think the gate being closed means? You have no idea. Oh my god. Yeah, there's no signs. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Can you tell tell us what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take care. Wait. Have a good day. <laughs> um, I'm standing by a bridge that's mysteriously closed, um, uh-huh. and there's no signs. And uh, he was very confused as to why it was closed, and I had no answers for him. <laughs> he also said he didn't. He said you said why is the gate closed, and he said I have no idea. Right? Yeah. I was like, what's the significance? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. All right. I'm gonna read yeah. this last paragraph from my book that I keep looking at hold on okay it says all right (laughs) okay we can seek for truth we can imagine the past and test our imaginings we can do the same about other minds and about our own we have various methods for verification we can examine our own states of mind and test them we see into them and we don't have to accept them at face value do i really intend this act do i really love this person but nor are we bound to dismiss them as mere dreamy fancies or drifting rubble. Our, quote, innerness may be elusive or hard to describe, but it is not unimportant or necessarily shadowy. Of course, these inward happenings are not significance-bestowing processes of meaning or intermediaries prior to or essential to thinking or speaking. Remembering is not having images. It may or may not be accompanied by them. We can test memory without speculation about mental events. 
Such arguments present the strongest form of a philosophical view, which may also discourage talk about consciousness or experiential content. So basically, you know, we take in all these weird images, we take in all these weird intuitive things, and then we just kind of decide what to do next. We can just infuse yeah. it into our logic. It's like the music that accompanies our, our actions or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. I like that. The soundtrack. Yes. It's the soundtrack. Yes. That's honestly these visuals. Cause we, you, I, I think we might be having a breakthrough here because people are never like, Oh my God, this music. Can you believe this music? Like, and inevitably the music mean? guides you. Yes. And, and inevitably uh, you, and it makes feel you feel it good. and it does a thing. Yeah. This is a real breakthrough just... right now. This is a breakthrough. Because <laughs> like that that's honestly, people are never like, what does this music mean? Oh, you no, just you just yeah. enjoy it wow. as a soundtrack. So when we see these visual synchronicities, it's a visual soundtrack. I feel yeah, and great. It guides you. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Wow. Way to go. Wow. Well, <laughs> that. It, yeah, that was real that. teamwork right now. I honestly yeah. feel like we got an answer and that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Terry. Yeah, yeah so, thank you so much. Do you want people to find you online or how, what do you want to, do you want to plug anything? Do you want? The, the real answer to that question is depends on who the person is. <laughs> do you, um, but, but yeah, sure. I'm on, I'm on Twitter. This is the basic. This is basically the time where you can like say anything you want to the world. Um, A closing statement. <laughs> oh yeah, I um, I hope everyone finds their soundtrack and then it, it guides them to their highest good. <laughs> and if yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I have. Perfect. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much, Tarani, for coming on. This was truly wonderful. Yeah, so fun. Thank you. This has been. What's your deal? I am your host, Ariana Lenarski. If you'd like to get a tarot reading, you can contact me at Dream City Tarot on Twitter. Or you can message me on Instagram. I'm at Ardvarsk there, A-A-R-D-V-A-R-S-K. And we will see you next time. Bye.